Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a very special end of year waffle um i haven't done this for a while so it's a little bit nerve-wracking um i feel like i'm out of the swing of things but it's good to be back behind a mic i already feel a little bit lighter today i'm joined by luke evans who is probably one of the best things that's come out of 2023 for me because it's been fucking horrendous um (laughs) but thank you for joining me for my end of year special i'm honored who are you who are you um I am Luke Evans. Uh, Unique Productions is our company. We've obviously started a really like good relationship this yes. year, a friendship. Uh, we've got a professional kind of relationship that's starting to blossom really nicely. And uh, like you say, it's probably one of the best things to come out of this year. I'm that's that's what I do. We do video production, photography, animation. You obviously do podcasts. There's yeah. a lot of synergy, and um, yeah, it like you say, it's been a well, it sounds all very sales pitchy now. I know, it's yeah. been a tough year. Yeah. I'm, yeah. No, I'm moving away from that quickly. Right, it's I'm been Luke a tough year. Um, no, but it is. And I think, you know, we're very, I think from the kind of minute that we met, there was obviously a lot of kind of similarities and a lot of like energy there that were like, well, okay, well, there's there's something there that's kind of like, like build on that. And obviously at that time when we met, we didn't know it was going to turn into what it has turned into now, which we'll get into yeah. obviously later on in the episode. But it's a good way to end the year. Like I think considering the absolute shit show yeah. that it's been, but it's a, it's nice to be kind of ended on a high. Yeah. I did. Well, I'm glad you swore because I didn't know whether it was a swearing situation we could do, but yeah, the start of the year, I think the first four mm. months just bordered into five were, were shit. They yeah. were crap. And, but like I never lost faith weirdly. Um, although it was like on the ground, but then you get to the week before like you break up. 
Christmas or going on holiday or whatever, you always try and ram things in. Yeah. And this week has been a wrapping up of really big things yeah. for me and for you. So we can go into like a fresh start. I hope by wrapping big things, you'll talk about my Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. And it, yeah. it's, it's really nice. But to be fair, it's quite nice what little segment into how each one of my episodes actually starts, which is something called the weekly waffle, which is a chance for myself and my guests to get something off their chest okay. that is quite frankly pissed us off in the hope that it makes us feel better. Okay. The whole um, year, out of the whole year. The whole year. Right, okay. So what's pissed you off this year? Um, well, we've already mentioned the start of the year, so I won't say that again. But I think the summer, the lack of summer we had oh, okay. really pissed me off. Because in England, yeah, you, you get like a, a couple of weeks. But yeah. we, we really had like a really short actual summer, it feels like. I didn't go on holiday until September and it is in the UK. We got really lucky actually with the weather. So I had to kind of wait until that that week to for it to feel like a summer. Yeah. So all of like May, June, July, August when and that does stuff to you, doesn't it? it no, it does. It's cause it's like you need the sunlight. You need yeah. the vitamin D. Yeah. That come from the sun. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Or no, C's from oranges. Yeah, it's not C, <laughs> but it's from the Yeah, but it does give you that yeah. whole energy and positive kind of, yeah, energy, basically. But I think it also lets you appreciate, like, winter, and then when it gets kind of, you, people get kind of sick of winter, and it's like, oh, but summer, summer's on its way. So then when you don't have that, you're like, oh. Yeah. So yeah, no, and I it never came. Yeah. What about you? What was your big piss off? Um, Ice baths. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like, we talk about mental health a lot on the show and I feel like there's a lot of stigma obviously when it comes to the mental health conversation but at the moment I seem to be having conversations that because I'm not in an ice bath I'm doing something wrong when it comes to like my mental health and if it works for you fine but I don't want to sit in a freezing cold bath for like minutes on end yeah fair play to you if you do yeah but don't be like kind of looking down on me to be like you don't sit in an ice bath. Yeah. No, I don't. And I also can't help but think how much do they cost? Yeah. And what's the value? Yeah. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, I haven't tried it. So I could be saying this like being all like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. But it's that kind of like <sighs> the like the 5 a.m. club. It's when it's rammed on you. Yeah. And I know what you mean. It has been a lot more prevalent yeah. uh, this year. I did start cold showers this year, earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. I hate cold showers. Yeah. But I say... I started cold showers, just like a certain amount of time, have a cold shower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like so minimal. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So why would you stay for three minutes in that? In an ice bath. Yeah. I know that you paid however much for taking mm. something really. I feel like it's one of those things like, you know, those people who buy like Nintendo Switches or yeah. those kind of things. They're great. Like you'll use it once or twice. You'll never use it again. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Or like the George Foreman. Yeah, but it's really big in your garden. Yeah. It's like a really big few use thing. Hmm. I don't mean, so it's, good one, yeah. like, And then you find it, like that toasty machine, you find it and then you'll have toasties for like yeah. months and then it'll go away again. Yeah. But if it works for you, it works for you. But yeah, to be quite honest, it's everyone's, got a, cope. <laughs> everyone's got a coping way, but I like that one. Yeah. Niche. Okay, so I want to dive into almost the lowlights of 2023. It's been, for myself, probably one of the most difficult years I've ever experienced. It has took me 
to probably rock bottom multiple times, which is kind of made me appreciate the highs a lot more. So there is, that is a positive that's come from it. There's a lot, obviously, I haven't spoken about on the show. Obviously, I haven't waffled on the podcast for, I think, for probably about three to four months, probably even longer than that. And in that time, it's been a series of unfortunate events that on a much bigger scale to what they usually are. Yeah. And this is why one of the reasons why I'm quite grateful that you're here, because as much as those kind of things have kind of really almost destroyed me like this year, I'm kind of ending the year on a bit of a positive that, okay, yes, it's kind of destroyed me this year, but what it has taught me is how powerful I am. It hasn't destroyed you. It has. It hasn't. <laughs> You're still here. And you, yeah, I'm like with sellotape. <laughs> but, but you fought through, because we all do eventually, but like you can't call it destroyed. It hasn't yeah. destroyed you. So um, I think I know a lot of the things, mm. but if you want to share the things that have like crippled you, please please, please go ahead. Yeah. Like, that's... It's, a, it's a lot. And, you know, it, I kind of, I need to kind of apologize to be fair, because I started this podcast from such a like a raw and kind of like honest place. And it was something that, I needed at that time I needed to talk and then it kind of got to a stage where I was reeling off this content posting these inspirational things like on Instagram and stuff that I desperately needed but I wasn't implementing mm. and I got so lost in the guests on on the show mm -hmm. that I almost lost myself. Mm -hmm. I fell out of love with the podcast and what's been very kind of apparent recently with everything that's kind of happened all like the bad stuff i didn't have that coping mechanism yeah. which was me sitting behind a mic sharing that yeah like because it, it was a weight lifted like even now like i know for a fact like once that record button stopped i know i'm gonna feel better mm -hmm. it's a safe space like and it's almost that reminder of just like how resilient we actually are but yeah if you said to me at the start of this year like you'd be homeless you'd be like fallen out with like 90% of your family, like in a position where like, you don't know where to turn to. I think I probably would have kind of laughed in your face. I was like, no, things won't get that bad. Yeah. Um, but it has, it's been incredibly tough. But like you said, like, I'm, which I'm going to take away is like, it hasn't destroyed you. I think one of the biggest thing it has taught me this year is that the universe or whatever you want to label it as, will constantly send you a reminder until you take the lesson from it. And my environment for such a huge period of time has been the one thing that hasn't changed. I've watched, you know, my mom, my sister, my dad, my brother, like leave like the family kind of home. And I haven't, I've, I've been there like from day one. And I think it's the environment now that is the one thing kind of like holding me back. So yeah, it's been it's been a big year, but I think there's a lot of lessons that have come from it. What have what have you taken from it? That I can trust myself, mm. which is something that I never really kind of gave myself credit for, mm -hmm. because it was a uh, I think I put a lot of misplaced trust in people, Wrong and people. that's yeah, and that's yeah. not me taking shots at anyone. I think it's just part and parcel of life. You kind of yeah. your circles change, you grow, people kind of grow you know, circumstances change. Um, but it's okay to change. It's okay. Like we're supposed to change. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, so that's probably been one of the biggest lessons that I've took away from this year. But yeah, coming coming back to kind of the podcast element, like I, <coughs> I almost want to get back to that. That's why obviously we'll go into it towards like the end of the show, but 2024, like we're going back to its roots. It's going back to why it started. And I feel like I kind of lost all that with the names that came on the show. I was focused very much on the guests, whereas what I was missing out on was these kind of raw emotional kind of conversations that built that toolkit for me to be able to share my story. Um, then you gave so, it to other people. Yeah. yeah. And then it was kind of, it got to a stage where I'd be getting messages saying like, oh, I've gone on to do this. Like, thank you for sharing this. I've done this. Whilst I'm sat there kind of still struggling, it. really, yeah. really struggling. And I don't think apart from when everything happened with my mom, I don't think I've experienced mental health kind of the way that I have this year. Like I threw myself into therapy for the first time properly, like weekly. And to have someone on the other side of a table say, you are so close to a mental breakdown is quite a hard pill to swallow because I've just been running for six years, probably longer than that, almost on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And it, this year it kind of got to the point mm -hmm. where if you don't stop your body and your brain is going to stop this for you. Yeah. Um, so again, it's the lesson there of you can't do it all. You can't run at hundred miles an hour all the time. It's a little bit scary. If you didn't have that therapy therapist say that, yeah, you'd still be hundred percent. Yeah. And there's still elements of it now. Whereas now <laughs> I have the accountability of someone who has only known me for a short period of time say, this is too much. Yeah. Whereas I've just kind of got on with it because I thought that's what I had to do. Like I didn't have to live like that. Like, and I, I hope, you know, if anyone takes anything away from this episode is the fact that you can do things to better yourself. Yeah. This doesn't have to be it. And it's okay to kind of want better. Yeah. This is all in the matter of the last few weeks as well, isn't it? It's like recent. Week. Week. <laughs> Fresh. Fresh as a daisy, this one. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Because that's um, uh, quite a bit of that I knew, but mm. some of that I didn't. And I know how you're the waffle started mm. and it was you raw open yeah. and you clearly have just gone through. Well, it's, it's like anything with creativity. You start with the purest intentions and it's raw and then other people like it. So then you're almost like people ask you to do things, but you're doing your creativity for them yeah, and not for you. And then along the way, you're like, ah, no, I want, I want, it to come back to why I yeah. did it and why I started it. That's a lot of creativity. And uh, that's obviously what you've gone through. But as, <clears throat> as tough as all those things were, I mean, I'm no therapist, so yeah, I'm not trying to give you wisdom. But What are you here for? What I've just gave you 15. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you if you were to write a list of all like the good things as well, yeah. and like kind of, so today after here, mm. I, I meet my mate and we do annual goals. Yeah. So we set goals last year. And we're going to set them for next year. But we look back at what we did this year. So that's yeah. why I'm going where I'm going. And it's really important to do that because if you don't, then you don't actually figure out what you've achieved. Mm -hmm. Last year, this obviously podcast will do a bit of that as well. Um, but then also what what really went wrong and yeah. then what did you do to overcome that? Yeah. And you've done things like therapy. You've never done that before. Um, you've come back to what you want the waffle to be. You've um, 
things that you've done with your family and your household and stuff like that, I don't really know the details mm. of, but you're, I guess, shedding some of the bad yeah. stuff away and realise, like, do you know what, no, I'm... I think it's the boundaries good, as, as well are. and the kind of, like, the clarity from, like, these conversations. Like, I've never had the luxury of almost setting myself a goal. So it's having these kind of conversations now, I finally feel for the first time... I'm sat at the table that I'm supposed to be sat at mm. because I'm talking about goals. I'm talking about the future. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I've been so conditioned to deal with what is happening on that day. Yeah. Long term, I, I didn't think I had a chance. Yeah. And that's it, why you're just running all the yeah. time. You don't know what you're actually going to mm-hmm. towards. It's a powerful one. Powerful one. Yeah. It's also, it's been very apparent. Like, you know, I have these kind of conversations where I've spoke to people who work on mindset like fitness coaches, all the all these kind of like people in their like their sectors, like they know their stuff. Mm. But what's been very, very apparent is the fact that the podcast for me is one of those healthy coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. So I know when my mental health is dipping because I'm not looking after myself. I'm not eating the right yeah, foods. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to the gym. Yeah. I'm not podcasting. And I know that sounds quite dramatic, but this podcast has been the biggest thing like and i say you know i've said it in talks before that it genuinely saved my life and now i'm kind of at a stage again where i almost need saving again Mm. so i need to kind of revisit the things that make me feel good Mm. not look good they make me feel good and Mm. i think getting back to what the waffle shop stands for is going to help kind of get taylor back to who i'm supposed to be It's not necessarily a podcast because that's like a shell to what mm-hmm. you're doing. You're talking. Yeah. You're talking to people you need to talk to and that might be yourself. Oh, yeah. That was deep, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah. That, and that's, you're talking to yourself in a positive way, not yeah. so much like in your own head and giving yourself crap for the stuff mm-hmm. that you don't think you've been doing very But well. to be fair, I, I need to kind of, throw some kudos over i think that's the word went to a lot of networking and business things recently kudos yeah (laughs) it's honestly makes my skin crawl um but it works so it does um but the reason why we kind of hit it off in a way that we did is obviously you created let's talk which is just one of the most incredible simple like brave things that ever could have been created especially from like a men's mental health point of view and this again one of the reasons why i'm so grateful for the waffle shop is because i i can have these kind of conversations and kind of i guess connect with people like yourself for anyone who doesn't know what let's talk is yeah tell me about it yeah in, in what we're going to go through today like it is probably my heart like the high point of this year yeah i haven't really suffered with mental health or anything like that previously and when it's mentioned to me it's something like I never fully understood because I, I can't I haven't been able to access that I don't know why I've grown up with um maybe a, a way of thinking that has just really helped me and supported me through tough times but the birth of our daughter she was born not breathing uh which is unexpected because everything else in the pregnancy was fine and um she I guess had to have like what a, a newborn resuscitation would be and uh, so from that point, it was like a a catastrophe of small events. She got through that 
and then she was put on all the wires and electrode type stuff. She was really small as well, so she was in the incubator. And then from there, she had a seizure the first night. Really weird experience. My best mate asked me to come over. Akasha was going to stay at the hospital, obviously, and be monitored. He wanted to celebrate, have a drink, but I never felt like I was truly out in the woods. So it was a really weird yeah. like moment to have a drink. And then she called me while I was there and said that she'd had a seizure. So um, I just went pale white and said, Vinny, I've got to go. And he's never seen me do anything like that before. So um, from there, for the next three days, she went over to intensive care at Coventry and was monitored. She had um, MRI and uh, ECGs, all the like things. And she had like what felt like hundreds of wires on her. And I wrote every day, like almost like a journal to put my feeling into on, onto something, get it out. And then after it, well, while I was there, I think it was maybe on the fourth or fifth day, a nurse came around and said that there's a place that the dads can go and talk at the chapel to just talk about kind of like what they're seeing and feeling on the other side of the hospital bed that the mom's on. I was like, wow, that's, that's really good. Mm. But I wasn't there for it because we'd left at that time. So when I got back home, we had people come to the house and we was explaining the story. Me and Cash were quite open. Uh, so there wasn't really any details that we were missing. And, um, then because we were working with a psychologist at the time in terms of like professional video production with her I rang her and said I've, I've got an idea for just getting men to talk um together because what I'm finding is that once I tell someone my what happened to us they're telling me things back I didn't know about so what it was teaching me is that vulnerability opens up vulnerability so she was like yep yeah, that that sounds like a really good idea and we just went about it me Richard and Suzanne formed a group of people that put their hands up to do it um, we didn't really know exactly the format that it was sitting under, but we got it all filmed professionally, so it'd be ready for TV. Uh, they knew it was going to be filmed, so but they were also really happy to share their stories to help other generations or other men. They didn't know how like big or small it would go, but it was one of those things that just do it, just like yeah. it's a passion project. See what happens, see where it goes. Uh, I was toying with actually being on it, but. Um, then it was, I didn't want it to be like me, 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 but what I was going to get from it was probably more in a like a professional production element. And those boys didn't know each other. They didn't, they didn't um, have pre-relationships, so they had to kind of form a relationship on there. And we filmed over the course of about nine months, 10 months, and we got 24 episodes that are just mind-blowingly powerful. Uh, covering topics like racism, suicide, um, addiction, family relationships, birth stories, which for men is a different type yeah. of topic. It's not something that is quite so mainstream. Um, and lots of like nuances of things that men, we all relate to men in a pub not talking about feelings or wherever they are, yeah. it's surface stuff, which is all fine. But we went for dinner as like a group of the the guys from Let's Talk recently, and the level of conversation isn't surface. Yeah, it's a tell me how you really are. Even just a WhatsApp message is like, what's going on? Yeah, and you feel like you can open up automatically, and I'm part of that group now. You created that group, I, yeah, yeah, like which is mad. And when when it all finished, the final um, session, I got home, uh, I had sat on the sofa, I had a sandwich, I just cried. 
um, like I sat down. I was and... in the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really Sorry. emotional sandwich. <laughs> um, it was really weird. And a bit, uh, the people like therapists would say this as well. You sit down or I sat down and like a like a fuzzy feeling kind of just went all the way down my body mm. and into my feet. Like it had left, yeah. whatever it was. But like in the process of it going down, it went to my eyes. And that's when like my eyes started to go. Uh, and obviously with what your podcast is, uh, a moment where I first fully broke down in terms of, no, second time I fully broke down with tears was uh, a song came on um, when I was working out and it was Chance the Rapper. So you wouldn't probably associate that with an emotional song, but the lyrics to it were, if I hear it now, even just like thinking about it now, it, yeah. it's a proper like wobbler. I was working out to come out of the garage and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, even now it's like there's, there's those little moments, but the songs do it, don't they? Because yeah. they they take you back to that place and hit you when it doesn't, mm. not meant to, really. I'm a big Chance the Rapper fan. Oh, are you? Yeah, he's. I flew back from Thailand once to just go and see him. He's sensational. Yeah, yeah. That sounded really dramatic. I was coming home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens I back when, I, yeah, <laughs> when I was in London, yeah. he was playing. Oh, mate, it'd be yeah. nice to see live. Why tell men to talk? Yeah. Because we don't know how to. It'd be better to show them how to talk. Here's how six men who around their 30s are able to talk to each other and what they get from it. Yeah. Um, so we're showing the how with it all. Which I think is the most important part to me. Yeah. Because it's like everyone can talk. Every, I mean, friend, no, not everyone can talk. It's incredibly difficult at times. Yeah. Obviously, we know that um, from a personal point of view. But it's that, okay how do I do that? How do I start those conversations? How do I articulate the way that I'm yes. feeling? Obviously the people and from what I've seen around that kind of group have all lived very, very different lifestyles, yeah. almost at very different stages of their thirties. Yeah, yeah. And the way they articulate themselves, like in their unique way, like some of them I can't watch that, you know, which one I'm talking about. There's yeah, one yeah. clip in particular that. It's only like 15 seconds. Yeah. It just kind of really grabs you and just think like, it cuts this is through why you everything. talk. Yeah. Yeah. That one cuts through everything. But you're right. His, his The way that they all articulate mm. themselves is obviously why they were confident enough to say, yeah, yeah, I can do that, is unbelievable. But not everyone can do that. And also what I think is really valuable is they might articulate something where they say things like, I don't know, or they're saying a lot of erms, or that might just be me. You've got a clinical psychologist there who's hosting it and guiding it. And she's like, no, let me stop you. You're saying that because you do know you just yeah. don't want to get it out. You don't want to let it out. Whatever that might be, which might cause you to get more upset or let out an emotion that you don't really want to admit. And then they're like, no, you've seen straight through me. Yeah. Um, which for them is like a barrier mm -hmm. and they've all come through a, a barrier in some respect to that. So um, it's, it's been incredibly powerful. <clears throat> yeah, it has been. And I don't think I'll ever be more proud of like an individual piece mm. than that. So this is how I know the time's right for me to start having these kind of conversations again, because I did lose it. Yeah. I did lose myself. I kind of lost my head and just like, I need to get back to the simple things. And one of the, the biggest things that changed my life was talking. Mm. So the fact now I'm connected with people who have that same vision, that same kind of vulnerability as me, and not necessarily obviously the same journey, but there's a space there to talk to and connect with these kind of people. Yeah. 
is huge. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You started this conversation with a question about your low points. Whilst we were filming Let's Talk, so the start of the year, so we did it January, February, March. I think we skipped April because of Easter. I think it was start of May, end of April, start of May. I couldn't afford the mortgage. Yeah. Uh, so we fortunate enough to, to own a home and uh, going full time, things were all okay because I'd saved up money and we were doing business, doing revenue. But what happened at the start of the year is that people were holding on to, as in clients were holding on to the money longer than I needed them to. Yeah. Because obviously we had our own cash flow situation mm-hmm. that we were trying to work through and um the trend for our industry is that january to march is the quietest yeah. or january to, up to april basically it kicks off again when the weather gets better and i didn't have the foresight really because of doing it full time for a, a, a year since april yeah to know that that period was going to be the quietest i remember ringing up my mom and just saying like this is it was only like a few days loan just until the next payment came through but it was a like a humbling um, experience of we actually had work on and to the outside view we were doing well Mm -hmm. because we were doing projects but the up and down nature of cash flow meant that yep i need to but the the key thing there is that you did reach out i know obviously it's money obviously it's a very kind of like difficult thing to kind of reach out for but considering what with the conversation we just kind of had the key thing is you you re- you reached out yeah there and kind of like because i think it is a, it's a vulnerable place to be it's a scary it's place to be. as well isn't it like it is you've made this commitment and jump to do yeah. this and now you and parents try and protect you yeah like, i want you to do what you want to do but do you have enough money yeah it's always their protective well, nature very different parents <laughs> yeah and i am very very lucky because that's yeah it it wasn't like that wasn't a dig no way. i know I'm, but I'm it, it, it's, it's true though because i don't want to be um well i'm super grateful that they're yeah. in a position where they can help for that matter of a few days and then give it them straight back and it's all it's all like kind of done but there's obviously many people that wouldn't have that and then yeah. you've got to go into a debt or you miss that mortgage yeah. payment and then other things happen from that and that fortunately didn't have to go down that way but yeah when you talk about low points like yeah that made me feel shit yeah. i was crying in the shower like because at the time my wife was on maternity leave yeah and we had obviously kid and a baby and then it's like everything was on me financially at that time and 
that was that which was, is a lot of pressure oh my shoulders were all over the place um so yeah that the, yeah so that's around this period and obviously starting let's talk is when i realized wow like the whole mental side of keeping yourself fit mm-hmm. mentally fit mental fitness basically mm-hmm. you work out at the gym you get bigger muscles yeah that's the aim where you lose weight if you don't talk enough or you don't do enough work on your mentality and your mindset if you don't do enough work on it when something bad happens it will cripple you yeah but if you keep working on it over time something bad comes in you know how to cope with it and deal with it so yeah kind of managed to take a lot of that information and worked through it yeah the following months but overall it's been a good year but that was definitely a low let's talk about highlights yeah so obviously we're ending the year on a massive kind of high for a person for me personally anyway um but no you are as well There's yeah a lot going on. we all are but yeah we're all ended on a high um obviously this year saw the year of the podcast studio opening up massive yeah which was a massive mental can't kind believe that's 2023 it still makes me emotional now like the fact <laughs> that a few years ago i was prepared to move to new york to do what i'm doing now in not going ahead almost feeling the shame embarrassed like i went through a real kind of struggle to now be in a position to create other people's podcasts for them but to have a team of people around me mm. that want to see me win mm. is is insane yeah. and it's something that I I I haven't took for granted yeah and I've never had a job before that I haven't kind of pulled a sickie yeah yeah it's not a job this is it really yeah it's, it's in a polite way like yeah this. and it's it's been the first time and I think this is why again it's a lesson that I'm taking from 2023 is the fact that these kind of opportunities do exist you're allowed to have these opportunities. I used to be crippled with like the whole imposter syndrome kind yeah. of thing. Whereas this year, I think it's kind of the era of facts this year, because every kind of situation that I used to think that I can't do that or I don't deserve it. There's been an opportunity. There's been a studio opening. There's been a live show that's been like, you've made this happen. Yeah. So when those kind of feelings creep in, like, Oh, I can't do that. It's like, well, you already have, <laughs> I've done it. Uh. So Prove, prove me wrong yeah and that's not from like an egotistical point of view because there is no one that gives myself like me a hard time as much as i yeah, do yeah. But i've also had glastonbury yeah oh yeah you had a very very how do you call that year. that was like a like epiphany? a spiritual awakening yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my therapist asked me literally last night she said because i said about at the moment like i just don't feel happy like i miss feeling happy i miss having like a laugh kind of thing and um, she said, like, when was the last time that you felt happy? And my answer was Glastonbury. Because for those five days... Carefree, wasn't it? It was carefree. I struggled this year with my weight, with my relationship with food. Mm. For those five days, <clears throat> I wasn't looking at myself in the mirror. I wasn't worried about what I was eating. I was just there with some incredible people in a field, listening to some of my favourite people sing. And it was just beautiful the bubble wasn't it yeah until you've been i don't i just i can't explain it okay because what it did for me from a personal level and even from a mental health point of view i it, it gave me like a real kind of high that i know isn't sustainable all the time mm. but it gave me like a glimpse of like 
you're allowed to have these moments. Yeah, and some of them sometimes the most important thing about that is the awareness of how it feels and how you got there. To be present. Yeah, and and then knowing like how to get there again. Because mm. uh, it's important not to just like know you feel crap all the time. It's like no, no, no. When you're presently happy, know that you're happy. Yeah. And know that you like you just pause in your head for a second. I've been off now mm. for a few days. Sat on the sofa, Kaylin, 12 years old, sat down next to me and just cuddled into me. That was it. I was like, wow, 12 years that's old. That's all you need some, that sometimes, though. That's just that little that bit of happy. a, yeah. Yeah, and he did it again last night when we were all sat on the sofa. And I was like, oh, we're watching MasterChef for like pigging out on chocolate candles, whatever. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, I'm so, I'm so happy right now. Um, and it's like nothing. <laughs> and uh, when you, yeah, when you realize that that's your happy moment, that's like a driver, isn't it? Like, I, I need to have more of these. Because like you say, you can't be happy or like that peak happy mm. all the time. That's a good high, though. Yeah. Like middle of the year as well. Oh, and it was burning hot. Yeah, well, a few days of summer. Yeah. 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 It's always my birthday I made the most of it. That. If I was to call out my high, a bit of a weird one, but I think I truly realized my self-belief like uh like you said That's earlier a about big one. trusting yourself and i think it's because like i hit that like financial low and i was like the reason why i'm doing all of this is for x and y and then we had to make some big changes after that but then in that process it was very much like coming in externally like luke you've you've done you've done this you've built this like it's all these things that Sometimes you hear and you're just like, yep, whatever, compliments. But then when I actually really started to think about it, I was like, yes, I am. And I have done this and I can do it and I will do it. And then it just compounded over the course of this year to lead me to like the decision that I've told you about and how I'm ending this year. And I'm going to do it next year and going forward fully my way. And that feels liberating and... um I didn't think I had a lack of self-belief before, but when I look back, I did because you're a bit younger and you think that mm. there's so many things that other people know that you don't know. But then once you just start going with it and make decisions based on your gut and what you believe is right and correct, and then you look back on the work you've done throughout the course of this year or and before, you're like, I do know what I'm doing and I'm and it's working. So... That was my big taker yeah. from this year. It's not like an individual high, but I think realizing your self belief is, if, if you have it, then it's a bit of a. Well, cheat it is. Code. I mean, we're like in our thirties now, yeah. and to kind of only now get to that point of feeling that, like, it's quite a powerful position to be in. Mm. It's a bit of an awakening mm. to be like, ah, I am good enough. Mm. I can do this. What? What's twenty foot? No. 2024. That's the one. What's that looking for like for you? I think I tried to put it in words the other day on a post, but I didn't want it to come across a certain way. So it's like you just, you just don't know what we're about to do. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I don't know what we're about to do, yeah. but I know it's going to be breakthrough Yeah. In, in a big way. So it's not a specific thing. We're, we're about to go on a journey together. Um, with podcasts and production yeah. and studios and stuff like that. That's exciting. We don't know where that's going to go. 
but we've got kind no. of a but it's nice to kind of be ending the year rather than being at breakdown yeah being at breakthrough yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which good. i think is a real kind of exciting way to start a year yeah it's a good way to put it as well and i've got another passion project that i'm working on which i look i'll look to finish with summer next year and yeah just growth just keep growing and getting better and being better i think we've managed to attract some really good like people around us now as well where values are being met and energy is being met yeah and that's just like it's just putting like little building blocks in place that are like continually yeah making it better like every day is just exciting next year is going to be the year i put myself first i've seen glimmers of it this year that i need to start kind of respecting my own boundaries mm. and kind of moving forward in a way that is comfortable for me like rather than kind of focusing on what i don't have and the kind of relationships that aren't where i need them to be i'm going to focus on the relationships that deserve to be nurtured yeah, spending yeah. time with people that kind of put a smile on my face yeah that want me to win that are elevating me rather than feeling like i'm kind of Beautiful. constantly put into a box because i think one of the things i've noticed since again from stopping talking is that i've almost shrunk myself back into an older version of myself yeah that ultimately i don't like like i it's just i feel like i've come so far i've worked so hard to get to a point that i'm now almost becoming a little bit intimidated of what life could be like and it's like oh okay well, all these nice things are happening but i feel like i'm oh well that's it's almost alien yeah because i don't know how to kind of process positivity or happiness or all these kind of positive like feelings whereas now going into 2024 i'm like if you want that kind of lifestyle and you want to feel like that you're gonna have to kind of do a little bit of work yeah, yeah. to get to that point yeah so it, it is going to be a big year yeah it's going to be you know from a studio point of view we're now moving into a bigger and better studio i'm getting the waffle shop back to where it needs to be mm -hmm. where i feel like it deserves to be so i'm excited like it's 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 a real kind of good feeling that i've got yeah so let's go yeah it's a let's go man. yeah because i'm kind of tired of feeling a certain way now yeah it's like i know what i need to do i just need to start implementing it we're talking about the year we talk about music quite a lot on the show there's been some absolute bangers this year what songs have kind of soundtracked your 2023 i think the standouts um burner boy yeah his album was unbelievable um rima yeah um and water by tyler, tyler recently yeah i mean that's just banged every time i hear it hear it and the the rima song um she went calm down calm down with um yeah Selena standalone Burns. but then with selena yeah it boom didn't it, it that yeah because we're TikTok and everything like that mm -hmm. but it proper makes my hips go all over the place yeah i'll show you one time um or not it's tonight <laughs> <laughs> um the so then but then the guilty pleasure was harry styles as it was mm. oh. i did see that on the notes yeah i kind of skipped past that you cringed a bit i didn't cringe and i'm not a music snob in the slightest like <laughs> pitbull is probably 
heavily featured in my Spotify rap to every year. <laughs> so I'm in no position to yeah. judge anyone. Um, I just feel like it's quite overrated. Yeah, so, but for me, it's not because I was going to say this as well. I don't listen to pop music. Yeah. So oh, my, okay. my algorithms are hmm. basically people that I don't know. Yeah. Because it's based on the style of music. So Anderson Pack, his style of music is basically yeah. me. And then I get given different artists and music based on that. And I love it that way. I love an algorithm. Mm. So when you said about songs for this year, I actually had to go into a pop you like hits for 2023 yeah. to see what was there. And I remember as it was, because I don't overly listen, I don't listen to radio. I hadn't been overexposed to it. So every time it did come on, I was okay. like, just a little yeah. feel good number, um, which I was definitely going to say because I love an algorithm because yeah. of what Spotify brings to me. Same with my Instagram feed as well, but I'm not a radio listener. So it can get tiring though. It can. Certain songs just get played. But I do need time. to say, and this is kind of like the music nerd in me that comes out. One of my top listened to songs this year was Kylie Minogue, Padam, Padam right not a huge kylie fan but like i respect yeah who kylie is and i was genuinely when i did like a bit of a kind of digging like almost reinvented herself yeah from one song that just went boom yeah and i just i couldn't help but like i really respect, respect that it. yeah because the yeah. song doesn't even make sense like right. I, I don't quite understand it but <laughs> the fact that it just went insane and you know she's been around for quite a while she now has. and it's like yeah. she still has that like people are still excited yeah to hear that kind still of music relevant. yeah still hot as well yeah men it's, it's just it, it's one of my like standout moments i think while you're 20 it's also quite overrated bangers. but um for Fuck me i think one of the the biggest standouts for me of 2023 has to be fred again oh, of course yes i even saying Adore that you. just yes so i yes, was great even talking about it's giving me like a chill yeah right? that one of my biggest standout moments of 2023 is being at glastonbury the sun was setting fred again was on stage and there's a song called billy loving arms and it was just it was like a movie yeah it was this most beautiful song that i'd heard in a very long time and i just felt so present almost emotional that i was kind of experiencing hearing this song for one of the first times the sun was setting i was at glastonbury i've waited like 15 years to be there and it was like it almost felt perfect this is why yeah, yeah. so that to me was like the standout moment of 2023 yeah for me great shout out for it again it's, it's beautiful it this year yeah. absolutely beautiful it's worth saying as well in 2023 i made a playlist called winning purely for when i smash something like winning a new client or we've nailed a new production the feedback <laughs> spot <Paint>. on <laughs> no. no not quite that but like having a really good moment like mm. and then getting in the car to drive home i need a playlist to match yeah what i feel to celebrate with it so i made a playlist of like kanye west college dropout levels jay-z black album yeah. um biggie naughties moments for me that i'm like as soon as i hear that song i'm like drop everything yeah. windows are down this is 
up to the top. Even like Usher Confessions. Yeah. Like, I'm singing. Oh, no, stop. Well, no, we, yeah, we shared no, a few of those. Too, right? <laughs> um, some of this, some of that. <laughs> yeah. Let it burn. That playlist is perfect. Oh, to be fair, speaking of songs, it's time for Sing It, Suck It. Is it a hit or are they talking shit? This is the part of the show which I absolutely love. It's called Sing It or Sack It. So basically, I'm going to read out some okay. song lyrics from oh, no. some of the biggest songs of the year. I think one of them is even from the previous year. Yeah. But I want to know if you would sing it as if like you would agree with it or you're sacking it because it's just such a shite. Um, but no beef. There's no disrespect. Pretty People I are like, be really bad at this. I'm, I mean, I sing wrong lyrics just so I can be part of it. I know the first one I think is just batshit crazy and I'm still trying to work out what it means. Okay. So the first one is by Taylor Swift. Obviously okay. massive. The song Antihero. The lyric goes, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby and I'm a monster on the hill. No. Sacking it. What's a sexy baby? <laughs> sounds all sorts of wrong. Yeah. That's, that's sackable. I, I, I'm still trying to work it out. Um, I just think, I feel like I kind of know what she's trying, she's trying to, say to say. Yeah, I think I can In as terms well. of, I feel like everyone else is doing well and looking a certain way and I'm a monster. Yeah. I kind of get it. But surely there was a better way than saying the sexy, sexy baby. baby. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But I think we've just gone straight to literal baby. <laughs> yeah. Unless she's thinking of like a... <laughs> Like you call your girlfriend, hey baby. Like yeah. unless she's going for that, but it still doesn't sound right. No, no. Yeah, I feel a little especially bit... for a UK guy saying it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. sexy baby. Yeah, <laughs> no. no, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, so sacking it, Sack. sacking it, perfect. Um, this one um is actually quite close to my heart. Um, for me, we we're talking about like standouts. Fred again, obviously, was one of them. The other one for me was a singer called Olivia Dean. She mm. has the most probably one of the most exciting and freshest voices in the UK at this moment, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like she's, she's just incredible. And it's from a song called dive and the lyric goes, maybe it's the fact that every time I fall, I lose it all, but you got me from my head to my feet and I'm ready to dive. You singing it or you sacking it? Yeah. I'd sing that. Yeah. I'd probably sing that with like a, yeah. Is it a slow? Yeah, slow song. It's it's a bit of a kind of it gets you in the feels, but yeah. it's almost like that kind of you can bop to it. Yeah, yeah. you can bop to That's it. That's deep in it. That, that yeah, lyric, it's one of the things. It's like we we talk about this all the long like, the time about lyrics, but been a soundtrack for me. Like this is the first year I've allowed myself to be in a relationship. It's the first year that I've allowed myself to really be properly like present. Yeah, um, and it's a massive shout out to obviously my partner. It's a massive shout out to my friends, um, because I have fell a lot yeah. this year to the point where i didn't know if i had it in me to get back up have you, fallen in love? you are have you fallen in love i think i have i think i'm in love but that's for a different episode Ooh. but they were always there like when i did fall like it was those people yeah. that they were there yeah and they got me back up and it's kind of now going into a new year i'm ready to dive <laughs> All in. All in. Oh, what a way to wrap wow. it up. Beautiful. <laughs> it's as if I planned that. Yeah. <laughs> you did. I actually didn't. I genuinely did not plan that. I love but it, it was though. beautiful. It was. Is that the last one? Yeah. I like that game. For everyone who's been asking about Unfiltered and even the Waffle Shop coming back, like, I am coming back. I'm ready to come back. But 
this guy is coming along for the journey. <laughs> Can't wait. Honestly, it's so, so when you when we were talking about it, but when it was like you said, yeah, I'd, I'd want to do this. I was what a hero. It's very narcissistic. I listened back to those episodes yeah, yeah. with Emma, and I'm laughing. I can hear how much I'm enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, and you still laugh listening back yeah. to it as well. Yeah. So to go into next year with that to look forward to, with some of the most incredible guests, like that, I haven't even had to do any outreach. Yeah. People who want to be part of the journey, I'm excited. Yeah. For the whole of this year, really, I've been thinking, oh, I need to get back into it. So I was ready. I didn't know how I'd get back into it or what I'd be talking about. But then obviously this came about and it was like, yes. Mm. That always mind when so someone says sense. like I'm ready. Always remember that thing with Cheryl Cole did in the X Factor. She was like, "When you're ready," and the X Factor contestant was like, "I'm ready," and then Cheryl Cole goes, "When you're ready," and she goes, <laughs> "The contestant goes, I'm ready." <laughs> <laughs> just kept going back and yeah. forth. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. You sound ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what, what a way to um to end bring on 2024 so yeah no thank you for listening sorry it took a while for me to get back behind the mic um but i just wasn't ready <laughs> <laughs> right, just you spat, sound ready co-host um but yeah, yeah i've missed it and bit. i'm back do that bit again no i'm gonna keep the spin you want to keep the um yeah Thanks for having me and bring on 2024. Yeah, let's have it. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.